Last week on the podcast, we talked all about authenticity, showing up authentically online and how it's A, difficult, and B, needed in our current state of online marketing. Today, I want to talk about being seen. So when you're authentically showing up online as your true self, there are a few hoops that you have to jump through to feel confident and truly being seen online. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We're at episode 95, which is pretty hard to believe. Whether you're listening to the episode or watching the new recorded episodes over on YouTube, I am so thankful that you are here. And today we are talking about another topic that I'm super passionate about. It's all about showing up online. You know, there is this element of building a personal brand, building a truly authentic personal brand that requires a bit of vulnerability. And vulnerability can be incredibly difficult for a lot of us. I know, and I'm raising my hand over here, that I have struggled for a very long time with being truly vulnerable online. You know, I often say that being an entrepreneur really fast-tracked my personal development. And one of the ways that it did that was helping me really tap into who I was, how I could show up in a vulnerable way and build trust with my audience. I have always shared that one of my favorite resources is from Brene Brown. So if you haven't checked out any of her books, definitely check out her work. It really helped me in those first few years of my business understand why I was struggling to show up vulnerably online and help me stand in my power of being seen. And today I want to share with you some of the things that I've done so that you can start to shift your mindset around being seen online because I truly understand that it can be scary. And even to this day, I have that little bit in my stomach that goes, are we really doing this? Are we really sharing this picture online? And I will talk about an example that recently happened in just a few minutes, but I still get that now. The trick is that I have these hacks, I have these little things that I use that realign me to my bigger vision so that I am not allowing my fear or my insecurity stand in the way of making the impact that I know I'm destined to make. And that's where I really want to start. You know, what I think is one of the most beautiful things about having an online business is making an impact. And it's being able to help someone, even just one person in the world who might need to hear from you specifically. It might need to hear about your experiences and might need to be motivated or inspired by you. Might need you to show up and teach them something that just hasn't been resonating, but you've got that magic touch that when you say it and you explain it, it just clicks for them. 
And that is what I like to always think about as the purpose of showing up online. When we break it down to impacting one person with our post, with our video, with our email, it makes it a lot more manageable. When we start to think about marketing, big picture marketing as showing up and reaching millions of people and getting all of these email subscribers and making all of these sales, while that is the goal, it can make it overwhelming and it can make it harder to show up. And when I was starting my business, I was on a podcast episode, the first one I ever did, and I was a guest And they asked me, you know, how do you show up online? How are you doing this? And I said, you know, I just like to think that there is someone somewhere that needs to hear my message. Just one single person. And I have continued to carry that momentum into everything that I do. There are posts that I make on social media that do really, really well, and there are ones that just flop. There are emails that do really, really well, and there are emails where they just flop. This is what allows you to stay consistent with showing up online, knowing that while you might not have met the quota or exactly what you were aiming for in terms of views or engagement or reach, There definitely is one person in the world who was impacted by what you had to say. And if we as marketers can really start to step into that power and understand like that's literally the purpose of why we do what we do, it actually snowballs. Because the more confident you are then in showing up for that one person on that one specific day, the more likely you are to do it. And we know that through consistently showing up, we build that trust with our audience. We expand our community and we make sales. It really comes down to these core elemental pieces that make a difference in these big picture strategies that we love to learn and teach and talk about. So the first thing that I really encourage you to start doing is get crystal clear on who that person is. This is just another example from a long list of examples that I have on why ideal customer work is so important. People think it sucks. I get it. It is time consuming. It feels like you're just doing the same thing over and over again. But when I sit here and I tell you that it makes the biggest impact in everything that you will do in your business, I'm not lying. So much of an impact that it literally affects your mindset. Because the more specific you are with the type of person that you are trying to reach, the more likely you are to imagine that person as a human, making it easier for you to show up for them, write copy to them, and make that impact that I know you want to make. You would not be here in the Brand Mary community listening to this podcast, watching the video, if you did not want to make an impact. I am super clear on that in every part of my messaging. Yes, we want to make money. It allows us to make more of an impact. But more than anything, more than anything, we want to make a difference in the world somehow. And you are doing that by showing up. So this one small little thing that you can do 
in the brand foundations or revisiting from time to time makes a huge impact in how you show up and share your voice with the world. Another element of this that always comes out, especially because I talk about brand storytelling all the time, right? I'm a huge advocate for sharing personal and business stories via your marketing efforts to build trust with your audience. There is nothing that builds a connection faster than the power of brand storytelling. However, when we start to talk about brand storytelling, there is this woo, like vulnerability wall that kind of like goes up. Like, wait, how much do I have to share? What kind of stories do I need to share? Do I need to show everything that I'm doing behind the scenes? What if I don't want to talk about that? These are the types of questions and responses I get every time I talk about brand storytelling. So I get it. We want to be vulnerable, but we also need to keep things sacred. So how do you balance between the two? Now, I am in the camp of keeping things sacred. Now, there are a lot of influencers and marketers online who might teach a different approach. Film everything that you do, vlog every aspect, show your kids online. Like They're like, go all in, show your house, show it all. I think that it varies for every single person and you yourself are going to have to discover what feels and sits right with you. This is where it comes to building an aligned brand, something we talked about in last week's episode, episode 94. When you're getting ready to write a piece of copy, how does it sit in your body? How does it feel? When you're getting ready to say something online, how does it feel? Yes, there's going to be an element of huh, this makes me feel a little uncomfortable, okay? Like, I can't believe I'm about to do this. But overall, it feels good. It feels inspiring. It feels like what you should be doing. And there might be times where the feeling is not uncomfortable. The feeling is just not good. Maybe you feel it in your chest as a tightening sensation, in your stomach, you start to go, oh, this kind of actually makes me physically feel sick to think about sharing that. The body is a great indicator of whether or not something feels aligned to you. And I always love to assess how I am doing before sharing a vulnerable story or a piece of content online. You know, I have quite a few podcast episodes here where I share life updates. One of the episodes that's coming to my mind is the one I did last year in the summer of 2022 after taking the summer off unexpectedly. So while this year in 2023, I purposefully took the entire summer off, last summer completely unexpected due to health issues in my family. And when all of that was happening, I really wanted to be vulnerable and I really wanted to be transparent with my audience because those are things that I really pride myself on and my audience and my clients have told me they love about my brand. But because what we were going through felt so sacred and felt like something that I still needed to process. You know, I've heard the analogy of an open wound, right? It felt like an open wound versus a scab, just like so, such a gross analogy, but I think you get it, right? When it's an open wound, it doesn't 
usually feel right. And it didn't feel right at that time. So what I chose to do was not share all of the details and go into the nitty gritty, but be honest with my audience that we were going through some things and I was taking a break. And that was enough. That was enough for them to say, okay, thank you for sharing this with me. Hope everything's okay. Respect you for honoring your privacy. There's nothing wrong with that. And just because you're choosing to honor privacy and certain aspects doesn't mean that you can't be a great storyteller. I actually went on to share a lot of amazing stories about that experience later on, but in the thick of it, it just didn't feel right. So I constantly ask myself, how does this truly feel for me? Does this feel like an aligned decision to share this aspect of my life and show up in this way online? Or am I just doing it because it feels like I have to do that in the name of vulnerability and transparency? Now again, what I have come to learn with great storytelling is after the experience, When I have value to share and insights to share in a way that is more educational and inspiring than uh, feel bad for me or woe is me, right? It's more valuable to my audience. So by just honoring myself first and taking that time to process and go through that and then reflecting and sharing those reflections with my audience, it actually ends up being more valuable. Which leads me to my next point. There always has to be value and a benefit to your audience. Now, I know it can be really tricky with online marketing in its current state, where we see a lot of influencers or people who literally have no desire at this point in time to sell a product or a service. Maybe they're not even an affiliate yet, but they're showing a lot of details of their life online. And it can feel like, Am I supposed to be doing that? Is that what it means to have a successful brand? But at the end of the day, I want you to remember that you have a business. You started a business. And as a result of starting that business, you needed to create a brand to share with the world. But the bottom line is to make money and make an impact. If you're not making money, it's really hard to have a business, right? So when we think about that, we want to make sure that what we are sharing online, A, feels aligned to us, and B, provides value to our audience. Now, this is such a great filter to run all of your stories and anything you're thinking about sharing online through. Because if they pass the alignment test, but maybe you're still a little uneasy about it, you then ask yourself, okay, if I were to share this online, what would the value be for my audience? Can you pinpoint that? Can you clearly articulate that? Because if you can't, it might be a sign to put that story away, to put that piece of content away and revisit it later. Again, later on, you might have a different viewpoint on that story or that content that could provide value. Because if you're not providing value to your audience, you're not growing your business. 
It's through providing value that we build trust with our audience. We build the connection with our audience. And that is really important when we want to make money. So when we're thinking of providing value, I want you to understand that there are a lot of different ways that you can do that. The first one that typically comes to people's mind is education, right? And that is a very powerful way to provide value. Are you helping them solve a problem, teaching them something, making it easier on them somehow? But we can also be inspiring or motivational or share something that has happened to us in the past that we want our audience to avoid because we have similar stories or similar, you know, uh, paths, journeys that we've been on. It can also be entertaining. But again, it goes full circle back to your ideal customer. By really understanding who they are and showing up for them, it helps you determine what type of stories and vulnerable posts and content you can create to build connection and move your brand and your business forward. And that is incredibly important. And I think something a lot of people forget. We're going to talk about AI because why the heck not? This is something that I've been talking about. Authentically building this brand in the world of AI. You know, it's really easy to go into ChatGPT and type in 50 content ideas for a brand manager to share on Instagram. But... If you are just sharing to share and you don't understand how that directly connects to your ideal customer, then there's going to be a disconnect, right? You're either going to not grow your audience at all because it seems so generic and doesn't connect with the person you really want to talk to, or you're going to attract the wrong people. And we don't want to do that as a business owner because I would hate for you to build an amazing following on social media build a massive email list, which of course is our top priority, get tons of website traffic, and none of those individuals have an intent to ever purchase from you because they're not your ideal customer. I'd rather you be more deliberate with what you are sharing online and building that connection with your audience and have an audience of 100 email subscribers and half of them purchase from you than an email list of 8,000 And literally no one will buy a single thing. This is where that intentionality really comes from when we are showing up online. And I want you to start thinking about how you can be more intentional with your content. When you think about showing up online, what comes up for you? Is it about creating something that's going to go viral? Is it about creating something that's going to get X amount of views and X amount of likes? Is it about creating true engagement? You know, one of the things that I really love about my email marketing are the responses that I get from my subscribers. And not every single email gets me responses. I totally get that. My emails where I share a recent podcast or a cool blog post or even a sales email The goal is to click through, click through and take the action. But when I show up and I share these letters, my Sunday letters, I share these letters that are stories from my life, experiences that I've gone through, things I want my audience to know, the responses always come in. And typically it is, 
I really needed to hear this. Thank you for sharing this. I've been thinking about this. We want your audience to be so inspired or motivated that they take some sort of action. So even if you're not asking someone to click through and do something, they're going out of their way to hit reply. That right there is an amazing way to start building that trust with your audience. And time and time again, when we launch a program, like my program Roadmap to Freedom, which is a group program launching soon, by the way, we can usually go back to my inbox and trace that email subscriber back to some sort of response to one of my emails within the last year, which I think is pretty amazing and shows that they've been paying attention and they have been absorbing what I'm putting out into the world. And that connection is building so much that when I put an offer out that aligns with what they need and where they are, they take action. Because we know that there are a lot of choices when it comes to buying products or services online. And the fact that someone might choose my brand over someone else's tells me that I did what I was supposed to do. I built trust. I built connection so much that they trusted me and invested in our brand over someone else who probably could have delivered the same or similar results. We forget in a world of like, oh, I made 10K off of this one post or I had a 100K launch and yada, yada, that There's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of trust building and a lot of connection. And that all comes from you showing up. It can't happen if you don't show up. One of the things that I recently did as an example of a oh crap moment was I made a post on Instagram. Now we all know I have a love-hate relationship with the platform like many of you listening, and I usually just like to post when I'm feeling inspired. Recently, I hit a huge goal in my life. I, after seven years, my son is seven years old, hit my health and fitness goal that I wanted post-baby. Yeah, seven years later, okay? And I was feeling really proud of myself. I had been taking progress pictures and I had this picture that I wanted to share. And I was so nervous. I was like, am I really going to post a picture in some workout shorts and a sports bra? I don't post swimsuit pictures online. This just is not my jam. You are not going to find me in my underwear posting on social media. Not going to happen. This was a big step for me. But I felt deep in my body that I needed to share this with my audience. And a few things happened. One, I felt like I absolutely needed to share this because so many of my audience members, my ideal customer has experienced the same thing. Number two, one of the things that I talk about a lot are goals and productivity and putting in the work And so I knew that this was something that I wanted to share in an educational way. And number three, I knew that it would be inspiring to my audience. So despite the fact that I had a rockin' post and felt really confident in the words, the picture made me nervous. 
But I'm so happy that I made this post. And if you haven't seen it, you can go over to my Instagram. You can check it out. It got the best engagement and impressions and comments that I have had in a really long time. From posting reels to any other kind of video or carousel post, a simple picture of me and a really valuable piece of content that shared my personal story and motivated and inspired and educated my audience. It actually resulted getting 90 new profile views. and We even had 10 people take the step of clicking off of Instagram. We all know how hard that is. From one post. Now, it might not have gotten me a million freaking views on a reel, but it was intentional and it was specifically for my ideal customer. And it paid off in a really positive way. So yes, there are going to be times when you feel so called to share something and show up that it's a little uncomfortable. But I want you to remember that a little discomfort is okay. It usually is a sign that you're heading in the right direction and you are growing. And as long as it feels safe within you and you can pinpoint the value that you are providing your audience, I guarantee you it is going to be the right move for your business. Remember, there is someone somewhere who needs to hear your message. And if you're not showing up and sharing your voice with the world, then you're doing the world a disservice and you're doing yourself a disservice because you want to make an impact. You want to help and support and inspire and educate other people. But you can't do that if you're hiding behind your business. The first step, as I have clearly outlined so many times in various podcast episodes, is really understanding who you are. So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, I need support with this, go back and listen to episode 94, where I share some of the things to consider. I'm also going to be talking about brand messaging and storytelling in my upcoming free challenge, which is kicking off on September 18th. If you haven't signed up yet and you're feeling motivated and ready to share your voice with the world, as you should, then go ahead and go to brandmary.com slash challenge. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y dot com slash challenge. C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E. All right. I would love to see you there because I know that you have a story inside of you and a crazy, crazy amount of value that we need to get out into the world. And if I do one thing in this lifetime, it is to help you own and share your story because I believe that that is what creates a ripple effect in the world. By you watching me share my story I hope that it inspires you to share yours, and so on and so forth. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that this gives you a bit of the mindset shift that you need to start showing up. Again, it can feel really big and scary that everyone on the internet is going to see this and it lives on forever, but when you take it down to that micro piece and you focus on that one person, on that one day, who need your content, I promise you, you will make a huge difference in how you show up in the world 
and your overall consistency in marketing. I hope to see you in my upcoming challenge. Again, go to brandmary.com slash challenge to join us for the brand messaging breakthrough challenge. We kick off on September 18th and I will see you there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.